Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 374. Hopefully you guys have had a great day. I know I've worked my ass off, and I had a great day. Looking forward to hanging out and meeting this uh, great guest in front of us, uh, Twitch Extradics on Instagram. How you doing tonight? Uh, you want to tell us how you're doing and uh, where we can find you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. I can't complain. Wouldn't do me much good, but I do love to bitch. Uh, but we're out in Oklahoma right now. Uh, we were out in Colorado, uh, for a few years, uh, out there working. And now we're, we're out here, uh, trying our hand at the market out here. All right. The, uh, Oklahoma, man. What can I say? Yeah. What can I say about Oklahoma? Man. Yeah. It's, it's. it's that's just leave it at that, right now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, is it? No, no, no. You're misinformed. No. Oh no, no. That nobody out here cares about quality. They all are on their quantity kick. They are. They want the the most for the least amount. How much can they get for a hundred bucks? It's 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 uh, it's unfortunate. It is what it is. I mean, I get, like yeah, I said, I like the bitch. Tough. Well, I'd rather head. I'd rather hear it straight, to be honest with you. So, you know, and then the truth hurts sometimes, and that that's the truth, huh? So, I mean, cost, it, you know? cost, cost of entry is low, uh, so therefore, and there's no cap on licenses, so everybody uh, is everybody's everybody and their mom came, which I, I don't I don't mind uh, as long as there's you know, I guess a, a a market for quality. And there's a little bit of one out in Tulsa, but people still are just so low on the numbers. We're talking like $13 to $9 a gram on wholesale, like sauce and, and, and uh, you know, diamonds and stuff. It, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. The only thing that's going for like actually worth your time and effort, like is uh, rosin. Well, that, that really is discouraging. Is it, do you think just the, because of the plant count, People are just taking that idea and just thinking volume, 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 volume. With that unlimited My uh, my thinking on it is, is you got a bunch of uh, farmers out here that have been, you know, they're fifth generation farmers, and they got a crop now that they're flooded the market, but it's still worth more than corn. So, fuck it, keep growing it. You know, what what appeals to me about that unlimited plant count, and that's why it's like to me the, the wonderland right now, is for somebody that likes ultimately to phenol hunt and collect strains, I wouldn't necessarily yes. want that unlimited plant count for volume. I would want it just for as many strains and phenols as I could possibly hold. I was telling that yesterday to somebody. I said, you know, if I went out there, it wouldn't be, for me, it would be how many different strains I could run in pheno hunt. And then, then after that, maybe after I had 500 strains in my head, in my kitchen there, then maybe, Jeez. maybe I would start to worry about, you know, running. Five, 500 is the number. I would love to have it though. I, I would love to a library that big. That's yeah. that's uh man. I pulled my hair out when we got to like thirteen different strains in our our veg room. We kept we kept a healthy stock of moms. Good variety. Uh so I guess well, 
let's start from the beginning. Well, we usually start from the beginning here. So what, what led you to cannabis? About when was your first op, uh, time with cannabis? If you don't mind <laughs> talking about uh, that. I was, I was about, uh, oh, I think, 14 years old. Uh, me and one of my buddies, uh, Blake, back in the day, he was like, do you want to smoke some pot? And I was like, yes, let's, let's try this. He goes, all right, the first time you're not going to get high. And I was like, okay. He's like, all right. So we went outside his house with this little aluminum foil pipe and we, we smoked down a little, little bowl or whatever. And then we go inside we wait about 15, 30 minutes. He goes, now are you ready to get high? I was like, yes. And we went outside and got, got really lit. Like it was a good time. It was a good time. And then everything after that just seems real hazy. Everything after that? <laughs> it just seems like it. I'm not I'm not sure if there's a coincidence or anything, maybe puberty or something at the same time. I'm not sure. So how long was it like every was it a game on at that point, an everyday user? I know once I started it. Just, just about <laughs> like we we uh we went through that first bag that he got and then you know we went to go get the next bag and I was sitting there talking to the uh, Hispanic gentleman that was selling us the marijuana. Um, and he says, well, this much is 20. And he's like, well, this much is 60. And I'm like, wait, 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 that's 20. And that's 60. Hey, you guys want to buy some weed? Yeah, I'll take the 60. Uh, and it was kind of downhill from there. <laughs> Cause you know, weed's expensive. <laughs> so uh, how long was it before uh, you actually started to grow the plant? Uh, my mom's been catching beef, trying to pop beans since I was like 15, ever since I got a, a seed in a bag. Uh, I was, you know, doing all sorts of like, I remember one time I had popped this little bean underneath. It was in the desk of my, in my desk, in my room somewhere. And like, I kept like flipping the tap root up, like, wait, you're supposed to be going up. Like, what the hell? Why aren't you going up? And it was the tap root coming out. Ultimately, you know, that one did not live, but, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't, I've been, I've always been, I guess, been been growing it ever since I got the seeds, but, but being able to, you know, I guess, sustain yourself, that would, that happened about 24. What was that grow like? Was obviously, I'm guessing an indoor grow possible? Oh yeah. It was in Texas. Um, I started out, uh, doing grows out there. Um, it just, uh, I guess. You had to be real, real low key. And we, we called it uh, filling it to the gills. We'd go in, get a rental house and fill it up every single bedroom with plants. And we'd live in the dining room or the living room. Okay. I did that for about five years and said, uh, well, let's, let's go try our hand at Colorado. Um, Colorado was fun. I miss Colorado. I should have never left. Still sounds like, uh, you've had some fun in Colorado. Uh, so, when did it did it go from grow to extracts? Um, when I did my first dab, like I was over at uh, Mr. Gig's house, and he he uh, it was this crazy contraption. It was a fourteen bill glass uh, glass on glass, uh, I guess adapter thing that went into this aluminum cir- circular aluminum thing that then had vials that you could screw into it. And then so it went on to like glass of glass bong and then you'd heat up this vial that you had your little bit of oil in it 
and this stuff was green. It looked like it was probably some, the, what do they call it? Uh, tain soap or, or, or whatever. And uh, it tasted amazing. I was like, how, how do I get this? What is this? They're like, this is oil. I was like, how much is it? They're like this much. I was like, how do I make it then? Cause that's, that's a, that's a high number. But yeah, I think that night I went home and ordered my uh, first vacuum chamber uh, and uh, uh, off, off eBay. Thank you, good sir. Right up. Yeah, first vacuum chamber so, and, and extraction tube. <laughs> I, I enjoy the fact that uh, you you would equate the cash right with it uh, right from the get. Yeah, that's too much. I'm gonna start doing that shit myself. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I, I couldn't I couldn't afford to uh, to smoke my own oil. Like it's like I just I've never been able to. Uh, justify uh spending money on it um but that's why i, I guess I, I i sold it so i didn't have to spend money on it or grew it or whatever well i think that's why a lot of us take it up to be honest with you that's that's why i took it up. <laughs> for the same reason why i took it up to be honest with you i just wasn't paying that shit no more yeah we just you, happened to smoke so much of it no, continue. Oh, I was. We just smoked say, so much uh, of it. You know, at that. <laughs> Please, sir, it's your hour. You said I got more than an hour. You said I could stay on here as long as I wanted. Now you're limiting me. You get to say, "Hell no!" All right. Hell no! Hell no! <laughs> All right. So the story you've told Back before. Back when it. Ah. Okay. All right. Uh. Basically, when I started, it was all cost, like you're saying, man. I was paying a couple hundred bucks a zip, man. One zip a week, man. It's 800 bucks a month, man. I was like, man, I can do, I've got to be able to do this, grow this shit for a lot cheaper. I don't care how much some months cost to run. It's got to be less than that, man. It was. When, it's been, when did you start growing? 1999, late 99, 2000. Nice, nice. Do you uh? Do, what what area, uh, geographically speaking, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I'm in Michigan. Michigan, I'm in Michigan. okay. Did y'all say? Did y'all ever see any of that, that? Did y'all see any of that BC bud that used to come down from uh, uh, what's that state north of us, Canada? It was like, I don't know, we called it, it was like generic, but it was like standard dro or whatever. You would all look the same. The you could get like a, beasters. Yes, that's it. Beasters. All that stuff was horrible. I mean, it was good, but it was like looking back on it. For what we had then, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But oh, for yeah, today's cause, standards. Because right before that, I was smoking some, some you know, swag. Some brickweed, and so the beasters were great. <laughs> Sometimes people call them soups. Hey, can you put a tip on that? Is <laughs> they get that extra five dollars on you? Oh, where'd you go? Yeah. So, what were some of the first strains you started running uh, <clears throat> when you got up and running there? Uh, I think. I used to have this purple widow. Um, there's another one. I'm trying to. 
I can't even remember. It's been so long. Oh, Cotton Candy Kush and Purple Widow were the first seeds I ordered from Attitude. Oh. Yeah. And I actually lost that Purple Widow to some Root Organics. I probably would have lost it for other reasons besides that, but I blame it on that Root Organics. I got this Root Organics soil or their soilless mix or whatever, and it was so hot. Like, it was, like, extremely, like, not, not cool. Like, the runoff on it was, like, 3.4. I was like, that's, that's, that's not cool. And like, cause I noticed my roots weren't growing outside of the little ball that was there. I was like, what the fuck? And it was only the purple widow, all the other ones. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I don't like root organics. So what kind of what would the setup look like if you don't mind me asking if they had a first good run in Colorado there? Um, oh, the first good run in Colorado or the first good run in Texas? Eh, either. Texas was first. Let's roll with Texas. <laughs> oh, it was a uh, it was a 2200 square foot house in the middle of suburbia hell. And uh, I lived in the formal dining room. And every room was filled up with plants. It was a good day because that's back when, yeah, that was just good times. Colorado, that one was cool. Uh, it was a uh, 2,800 square foot house. And then I had, it was split. So the uh, I had 1,400 square foot upstairs and then 1,400 square foot basement. And we filled up the basement. Uh, I think we have 15 lights, flower, and then... God, I can't remember how many T5s. We had a gang of T5s, probably like 10 of the four-foot, eight-bulb T5s um, for the veg side. Yeah, man, that was a sweet spot. Man, and I, so when I first moved in there, the first thing I did was I went and got the uh, the lattice, uh, this the wood lattice to put around my deck because, you know, houses in Colorado don't always come with air conditioning units. And when you got three of them, that kind of looks suspicious. So the first thing I did was put that, that around the deck or underneath the deck and put three AC units underneath the deck. Good times, good times. Joint, what's in that thing? Oh, this, uh, this is uh, one of the, I guess, Canagars that we roll up, uh, it's uh, it weighed a half ounce. Uh, I don't know, it's got a bunch of stuff in it, a bunch of oil, THCA, some keef, a lot of keef, some bubble hash, a lot of terps. It's pretty good, it looks pretty good, man. It looks really good. I just, I don't know. I like it when it smokes like a cigar, you know, it's, it's, I feel the effects more effectively. What are you smoking on there? I am smoking on a little bit of Godiva bred by the American one there. Pretty good. Pretty good. A little, a little earthy cheese to it. Kind of fruity. Pretty good, pretty good. 
running a few different things over here. So is that one big ass tent behind you? No, no, that's a two four by eights okay. together right there. Kind of sit in the middle of a U here. <laughs> sit in the middle of a U here, all tent city. Uh, um, do you, does your your tents have the metal or the plastic joints? They have the metal. I used to work at a hydroponics store, and we always. We got a bunch of those that came back. We had the, a couple guys that got these 10 by 10s and they hung, you know, some raptors in there, like four raptors, and they brought us back this wad. Yeah, I armated. I was not dealing with that. Yeah, it's not my first choice either. It's just uh, when I moved up here, I had to downsize rooms which kind of really sucked and to be able to keep my my perpetual in the heart in the area that i'm in tense is the only way i keep my perpetual going so perpetual is tricky yeah it can be but that's the only way for me well yeah like i i i can't budget uh for two months i can budget for a month i can do a month i can't budget for two months Yeah, well, I I don't I harvest every month, so I'm only budgeting. You know, you know yeah, I pull down twelve yeah. harvests a year. Excellent. Uh, so what so led I do you, uh, to the competition road, if you don't mind me asking? The competition. Yeah, the, yeah, so the cups that. Uh, yeah, the extractors oh. of the year, really. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I had to see. I was like, well, I mean, everybody says it's good. I mean, they could just be blowing smoke up my ass. I mean, who's going to, like, you're going to tell the guy giving you free dabs, oh, all this sucks. All oh, these are horrible. No, you're going to, like, kiss his ass and tell him, yeah, they're fire, dude. I mean, I don't know. Um, so I figured, fuck it. So we threw our, our, our oil in and uh, 2017, I think we got like second and third in rosin. And then uh, it was all kind of downhill from there. Yeah, like uh, 2018 won, uh, I think, I can't remember, but uh, overall uh, best extracts. Um, I don't know, we got it, we got it, like, I don't know, probably about a dozen cups now. Like from Pretty extract awesome, artist man. showdowns and stuff. Awesome. I, I owe a lot of it, if not all of it, to my crew. I have a really, really good team, a really good team that uh, that have traveled 24 hours straight to North Carolina to help me on a consultation. I mean, they they are my my roll dogs. They they, we, they get shit done. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Nice when you can count on some good folks to uh, be there for you. Oh, so I would, I would give them some credit, man. I would not, would not be uh, able to do all the things that I've been able to do without them. Because there's times where, like, uh, my girlfriend Angela, she runs the, uh, uh, she was doing the, the extracts in Colorado, and uh, I was able to step away from the offsite in Colorado for two months, 
uh, and not even have to go there and everything ran flawlessly. And I was like, awesome. And that's back when I had the rosin shop in Colorado. That was a lot of fun too. So is that your main uh, form of extract there, rosin currently? Oh, no, 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 no. We offer a wide variety of services and textures. Because I might not always know what the hype name is, uh, but if you describe it to me, I can figure I can make it. That's one thing I've never really under, been able to understand when it comes to the the hydrocarbon side of things. Is how you, uh, how, what how, what's it take to make the different uh, textures? You know, of a manipulation. Different, just manipulation. Oven manipulation. At least that's what I call it. It, it, it. I mean, it sounds kind of fancy, right? Is that even a thing? Oven manipulation? That sounds good, right? It sounds like a thing. Sounds like a okay. thing. Okay. Sounds like a thing. Cool. So is, when you talk about that, is it, are you basically, you know, uh, time that's in there, different times time, you, uh, of oven time? Time, time uh, you know, uh, how the rate that you speed up into a temperature, if you're doing that, if you're just throwing it into a fucking really hot oven or if you're throwing it into like a cold oven that's actually like right at room temperature and slowly building up, build it, it's, it's, there's a lot of different variables. So would it, what, what would be your personal favorite texture? I like making rocks. I really like making diamonds. Um, I've recently uh, have become, uh, have been drawn towards uh, washing and bubble, doing bubble lately. Um, just because they, uh, I put like, I made these, uh, the last uh, inventory that I made out here for Oklahoma, like, I put everything into them rocks. Like them, those are some pretty fucking rocks. Like I challenge anybody, like find me another container that looks like this in Oklahoma. Like, please. Um, Cause the clarity on it was just bar none. And they're offering me like, you know, $12 for it. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'll sit on it for $12. Like I have no problem with that sitting in my inventory. That is not, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, just when you put a lot of pride into something, a lot of, like, you know, I don't know, a lot of heart, a lot of, like, that had my all in it. And, you know, you just want to give me what? All right, no, I'm good. It's not for sale. Um, but I've been getting into washing. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've got a, I got a couple of good farmers that I've been working with. Uh, one of them is Peyton Spatch. He, he brings some, some fucking fire. Like, fucking fire. Got this orange flambe that we did to his. We couldn't get shit to crash out of it. It's like this, just this jar of water, water-like terps. In fact, actually, that's what I'm hitting in this pin right here. It's really good shit. But I mean, of course, everybody says that, right? I mean, nobody's going to sit here and be like, oh, this joint is just average. Well... It, the, in your case, uh, the oil there looked pretty good in that pen, for sure. I mean, you know, it, it could, we're on video screens. I mean, you'd have to see it in person. 
Ned Denver in chat would like to know what's your process for making diamonds out of rosin? <clears throat> out of rosin? Uh, yes, sir. Well, I mean, it's 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 hard hard to say without going into too much detail. I, I think they call it jar tech. You can look up on YouTube. There's a couple people. Uh, what's his name? God damn, I can't think of his name. And I should. I can't think of it, but he's got a really good video out there. I think even um, uh, Peer Pressured has a video on it as well. Um, they're jar tech or whatever. It, jars, ovens, all about oven manipulation. So I'm curious about the bubble method myself. Uh, I like to make some bubbles. So do you prefer a uh, nice dry material or fresh frozen? Upper? Um, How do you prefer your material to start? I, 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 dig, I dig fresh frozen. I dig, uh, I really dig washing fresh frozen. Um, I have recently played around with, uh, with washing some dry stuff. Um, and, and one thing I'm definitely learning is, uh, uh not all strains wash the same. Uh, for instance, by the Peyton's patch guy, he uh, he had one strain that we did, and it washed like shit. I think we got like maybe a quarter off of this thirteen hundred grams that we of fresh frozen that we washed, and then we washed twelve hundred grams of some GMO, and it pulled out like a couple ounces, and it was it was like wow, and that stuff was that stuff was good. I mean, it was it would be good just to you know, sell it as, as the bubble because the bubble was fucking fire. But of course, nobody's going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, that bubble I made was all right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of a smart ass. That's me, actually. I think my bubble's all right. That's as far <laughs> as I leave it right there. Well, I, 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 I dug here. I was... It breaks my heart. To, it breaks my heart, honestly, to see it be pressed into rosin. You know, in my opinion, in the bubble in itself. When it's that, that, that good, that good. Right, it can be full mill. Oh, absolutely. And um, I've I've since learned that recently, and because uh, yeah, I was just messing around with some bubble. I mean, because I, I don't have very much material. Um, oh sh. I don't have very much material to work with out here because I don't have a, um, a large enough facility um, to be playing with. But uh, whenever I get clients that do have good material, they let me, you know, do what I want with it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I've recently found that, yeah, there's some really fucking badass bubble that can be made easily. Like, just takes a little patience, I guess. And good material. It's real easy when you have fire material. Like... Extracting is really easy with fire material. It's not hard. <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so badass because I made this. It's like, yeah, well, your starting material was grade A, so I would hope that you made that. Growing. So, so you got to sit with it for way longer than us extractors. Growing, you got to sit there for like, you know, months. We're with it minutes. So... I mean, give or take what you're doing. So do you do uh, test wash 
uh, before you actually run the, the bigger wash when you're washing material? Just kind of maybe pick up where you're uh, catching some of that stuff? Um, I mean, I'm sure we will in the future when we come to big enough projects of that nature. But um, I don't know. We haven't necessarily come across a, uh, a project yet that has, uh, I guess, uh, we thought a test wash was necessary when it wasn't just like, well, just throw it all in there. That's one wash, right? Yep. But uh, I, I dug your, uh, your, your, your bubble machine because I was looking over your, uh, your posts and uh, I saw that you had your modified uh, bubble machine. The wash machine? Yes, sir. Uh, I liked your I liked your valve on the yeah, uh, thanks. That was like, like man, that, that's a good idea because this little hose I got, or not little hose, but I got this one inch black one inch hose that hangs out the back of it. And it's when it gets cold, that that hose gets real rigid. I just don't want it to like yanking on the uh the rubber gasket that's underneath there, like or the hose clamp that's holding on to the um the drain spot. I don't know. I've had a bad experience. Hose falls down, water everywhere. Trikes, just like, oh, there's nothing you can do except look at it and go, fuck. Yeah, I've had that happen myself. Well, the reason I hard piped is uh, honestly that reason is it was losing some on the on that flip down or it getting yep. clogged. Oh, I hated the clog. So do you not? You don't you run know, yours in they, bags. I don't know. It, where you actually do you run it with loose material or do you run the bag? No, I I do a material <laughs> bag. I, I put it in a work bag. Um, which I I dig. I'm OCD. I'm real. I like things being easy to clean or uh, not very messy. Um, and the uh, the bags definitely uh, I don't know help help with that. I I feel and uh, I've I've heard uh, some people like Frenchy Cannolis said that uh, it's speculated that you lose some stuff because you're not allowing the material to actually do the like this this um i don't know centrifuge or this 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 twirling or this this certain kind of spinning when it's when it's washing in the machine and um i don't know i, I feel we did a couple side by sides and i feel the 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 loss if any was uh you know fair to be able to not have to spend that much time cleaning it although I've only done it a couple of times where I've had to clean it out and I didn't like doing it any of those times. So material bag. I, I don't run the bag myself. I don't run the bag. Myself. I, I've, That's I've why you got clogs. I'm right. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, that, that was back. I always got the clogs when I was running the eight gallon machine. And had the holes, okay. the rigid holes that, that you flip. That corrugated? Mm -hmm. That, uh, I don't know what it was. I, the time that it took, or maybe the way it was coming out of the machine, but it always had clogged, and I always had to blow up into that hose and <laughs> flip it back down real quick. But when I did when I did the second machine, I hard piped everything. And I, instead of coming out, I do a little bit of plumbing, so I know plumbing. Oh, okay. Instead of coming straight out and hitting a 90, which I know would slow things down immediately, uh, I, I came out and went at 22 and a half, and then uh, huh. a slight angle, 22 and a half, and then out. So it's not. And a, only a plumber would like, know that that, that fitting exists. 
Because I mean, no, so us I, muggles, yeah. we don't know that that exists. <laughs> so it did. It eliminated. The, I've done plenty of washes in the machine since that modification, and it has yet to clog up. Never has clogged up since that. See, I got mine. It's that one inch tube, but it's a one inch tube that goes straight to the drain hole. So it's like a straight shot. You better be ready with them bags because it, it comes quick. There you go. Less clean than, like I said, too, there. You know, you got to worry about that hose getting dirty. What, uh, what's so, how many uh, bags set? They're asking how many bags chat. do you use? All right. What? Go ahead. How many bags do you use on your your? I use uh, five or eight. Five. Okay. I was just curious. Five. I use the two twenty, the one eighty, uh, a one ten, the ninety, the seventy, the forty five. Uh, I don't use the twenty five. It's just too much work. It is a bitch. I want a forty five. Broken up shit. The twenty. Yeah, I I want a forty five. I mean, I. Uh, it, it it's nice. It catches more of the bigger stuff. Twenty five, maybe if you I, see. I don't press. Maybe if I did press, I would maybe try to. Twenty five is usually garbage. Twenty five because I know it's it, it's usually now, out, but, out here. But you know, again, it, if I was cleaning it up one more time, it's just more source material, I guess. But it, it's it's usually garbage. I agree with. Yeah, that's why I usually don't fuck with. So what I've noticed out here is, um, so the people out here in Oklahoma, they're very much like the Cherokee. Nothing goes to waste. So the bad key or the, the bubble that wouldn't press out very well, they just put that on their, their infused pre-rolls. Oh, yeah, this market is all about their pre-rolls. Like, uh, about their pre-rolls. I've talked to shops that do $30,000 of sales a month in just pre-rolls, 8000 in regular flour. Yeah, madness. Wow. People... I'm not going to say what, but they like their pre-rolls. That surprises me, to be honest with you. That, that, like, that really, really surprises me for some reason. It, it, it is not like any other market. It definitely is not that. They must use a better quality of uh, materials than they, man, I get I hate to say this, but most most positioning centers I've seen here in Michigan, there ain't no way, no way I'd spend my hard-earned money on a, on a pre-roll. No way. I'm always disappointed. Every time I've tried one, it's like, what the? I'd be embarrassed to put my name on that almost every time. Yeah. So is that why it's more of an infused pre-roll market? That's why the Oh yeah, because like out. you, you yeah, you you like, and then plus you 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 sprinkle a little keef on it, and and man, I hope this doesn't blow up in my face. Oh look, this guy's talking shit. Like you sprinkle a little keef on it, put a little oil on it. You, you the what what comes out of your your uh, what you actually are out by making it an infused joint versus a regular pre roll is is minuscule in the markup that you get to put on it. Granted, I'm I'm, I'm a processor. I don't. I hate selling stuff. Omo's made it to where we have to sell everything for the farmers. And I'm not cool with it. I'm not, I'm not, not, not at all. I'm engaging in relation, like long-term relationships with some of these farmers that have lasted longer than some of the girlfriends I've had. 
that's not um I don't want to be in a long-term relationship with some of these farmers, man. It's not cool. But enough about me. What about you? Well, well, in my opinion, at least in the pre-roll market, at least you could help me figure this out as an extract, Argus. Uh, I always think it's more of a gimmick when I go in. I know it's a gimmick. I don't think it's a gimmick because if I were rolling the very same joint, I would want that oil and keef on the inside of the paper if I were going to put it in there. Not as a decorative piece, or you might you might be onto something there. Sir. On the, if if you put it on the outside, isn't it more like an incense? It's more just be burning up and going out to the air. Don't I have you want to like suck it through the joint. I don't. Know. I have I have I have posed that exact exact same question, um, but you know, you can only tell somebody something so many times before. You're just like, fuck it. If you don't care, I don't care. Um, yeah. People like to be helped. They just don't like you necessarily like telling them that they're wrong. That makes sense. Right on, right on. Well, I'm glad that uh, we're on the same page like that because I've never been able to figure it out. It doesn't make any sense to me, but if they're going to, if they'll like, I, I don't know. It all. It's it's a different market. <laughs> uh, it's 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 the bling market. I think I think that's the, what I would call that the bling cannabis. <laughs> the bling <laughs> cannabis. Pretty. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so. Uh. uh you, you really like to press that hash into, into rosin, huh? Would you, oh, um, you, would this you is gonna bubble hash into rosin or flour into rosin. Um, uh, we used to do we used to do a lot of flour rosin. Um, back when we first started up in like 2016, 2017, when I had the rosin shop. Uh, you know, I'll do whatever to the client's material that they want me to do to it. No gay stuff, but I'll you know we can. It's their material, not mine. Now, they want me to. They want me to press it into rosin. I'll press it into rosin. They want me to, you know, sift it. We'll sift it. Blast it. We'll blast it. So, do you take? Uh, basically, it sounds like that you'll want you. That was a question in chat as well. Is if you? Uh, they were asking if you did uh, process like caregiver material. Ac and they were actually, where you were at in Oklahoma. Actually, yes, uh, there is a law that just recently passed, like recently, that allows processors to process for patients and caregivers that have valid uh, Oklahoma medical card, which everybody knows Oklahoma allows out-of-state residents to get their medical card in Oklahoma. So technically, I can process for anybody. I just, yeah, it's, we're going to be shifting to that versus processing for shops and, and farms. Um, there's just, we're, we're, we're small batch. We, we like to, you know, craft, you know, uh, we got apothecary and white moose and, you know, a lot of big names out here, but, um, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll put, I'll throw my extracts in the ring. Like, I mean, we'll see how this Jack or Eric goes. I mean, Hey, we could all blow up in our face. Who knows? 
was just getting ready to ask you if you were going to be there. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we entered a, uh, a couple different, uh, entries, um, with the farmers that, uh, that provided the material. Um, uh, one of them is the paid dispatch guy, his, uh, what was it? His peach pie. And what else did he do? It was the sour diesel or I'm not 100%. And then the other one was uh, sublime farms. Uh, and then we did the, the hash coin that we've been, uh, we had. So what are the, the Oklahoma events? Are you, you expecting a pretty big crowd out there this year? for this event uh, i have uh i mean this one seems like it's going to be pretty big they um it seems like they got approval for across the board from the city and whatnot in the state so uh it doesn't seem like they're, they're gonna get you know because i mean in colorado we had to be so secretive about the cups like you didn't get to know the date uh or not the date you didn't get to know the location until the day of the event and um it all seemed real super sketch but it all like you know worked out um but you know, out here, it's, it's it seems like it's going to be a pretty big event. They've got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, competitors, a lot of people that have entered. Um, a little intimidating. We'll uh, we shall see, though. Uh, what about as far as uh, like open to the public? I mean, is it going to be? Uh, no, we can't get nobody's allowed. No, nobody's allowed to share weed with anybody. You have to bring and smoke your own. As long as we come party, <laughs> yeah. I think I personally think it's a waste, but you know, hey, we come and party. That's all that matters. I mean, people need that shit right now. People need to just get out, and hang, and be in the cannabis community, man. It's cabin fever, man. It's time yeah. to get some fresh yeah, air, um, cannabis fresh air. How, how how are they? How are they with the masks up there in Michigan? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Depends God, on what city sucks. you're in, I guess. Man, mm. that's 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 unfortunate. Yeah, because like, I was really I, I this whole mask thing really pissed me off. I'm like, you can't do that. We have oh yeah, we don't have rights. That's right. My bad. We were completely stripped of those. But yeah, no, it really that whole yeah, it kind of irked me. But down here in Oklahoma, they're normal. They you know they don't care. They're like oh yeah, workers not wearing masks haven't been for months. Like. It's like, well, I went to the uh, city, the town, uh, the town that I'm in, they're meeting for our uh, certificate of compliance to see if the city board or whatever was going to approve us. And none of them have masks on. It all says on the outside, like masks are required. And they got the Pirelli sitting there and nobody's wearing a mask. It's very refreshing. We've been kind of lenient uh, around here as well. But it, like I said, it varies from like place to place. I've noticed, like, uh, downstate, in my opinion, is oddly enough, man. I I pass through like Flint quite a bit, uh, and you would think that uh, I would think, because I've been from there, I've lived there, that uh, Flint would be one of those towns where they've got that attitude where it'd be like, fuck that, man. I'm wearing a mask. You tell me what to do. 
But no, oddly enough, Flint's like crazy about them ass, man. Everybody. I fear you, you could light that. your water on fire. You don't need a mask. You're good. <laughs> so I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. Uh, uh, hey, but I yeah, mean. Uh, you come up yeah. north here a little bit more, and it's a lot more lenient, and people aren't wearing them. And last year, when I went to cannabis events, man, people were a lot relaxed about wearing them, which was a relief, huge relief, you know. And that was one of the best benefits, because it was like peak, peak stress, you know what I mean? At them mm. points last year, and it was so nice to just go fucking hang out with people and be normal. You know what I mean? It was so nice so, for a weekend of normal. So did 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 it seem like there were any big COVID nineteen like you know outbreaks in the cannabis community? Because I mean, we're all sitting around passing joints, passing bongs, and like it didn't seem like anybody really like I don't know got COVID that really smokes a lot of pot. I mean, I'm a hermit that sits in my lab 99% of the time, so I don't really associate with any other people. Plus, I'm kind of an asshole, so. I smoke, I, I still, I am. People probably don't want to hear this, but we're still passing joints. Uh, I mean, I was I, trying I'm to not, get COVID. I wouldn't say I was trying to get it, but. Oh, I, I, no, I, I've. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I th- I think it, like because my theory and I'm a conspiracy theorist. Oh, but ten years ago I was crazy, but now my dad has to tell me, "Oh shit, you were right, son." Um, but I yeah, I think like because I think the area, the people that I around, we all got it like in uh, like October before the <laughs> everybody started freaking out about COVID. Like because there was a there's in October I got sick and I was down for like ten days and it was bad, but I got over it. You know, I understand some people have you know pre-existing health problems that make them more susceptible to COVID and aren't necessarily have their immune systems up that can, uh, this is me trying to be sensitive. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some, I mean, we're having some 420 events here in Michigan. You know, 417, there's a few events and I know the following weekend, there's a few open events. So, and I'm hoping when I show up that I'm not asked for one. Yeah, it's like, but I'm I'm consuming. Yeah. I mean, how do you smoke with a mask on? Exactly. You got to, you got to, you can, you can take it off to drink or eat when you come to the restaurant. But when you walk in the door, you have to wear your mask. Talk to the hostess, you got to wear your mask. But as soon as you sit down, you can take it off. Like... Yeah, like, I don't know. I saw one, it was in college, and they had the band, and they were playing their instruments through their masks. Like, this just makes it like they had holes in the masks for the tips of their instruments to go through, and then they still weren't, like, am I the only one that thought that was fucking retarded? Oh, they're no, blowing man, their, I, just, like... <laughs> I just came from my daughter's uh, head choir concert they've been putting off. Uh, last week, and they were all wearing masks. It was all muffled for singing, you know, it's, for singing. Yeah, God, they were all six feet apart, and you know, I mean, it, oh my it was, God, they even had it spaced. They were only allowed to have 
two selected people to come watch them, and then they have that is it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's just like, and the thing that scares me is the number of people driving around in their cars wearing masks. And then you see how lady in the drive-through the other day. She was getting drive-through food. She had her mask on her car, and I shit you not, she had a cigarette dangling outside the mask, <laughs> and all you could see oh. was smoke come rolling out the mask. Wow! <laughs> Take it off, lady. Take wow. it off. Wow! No, she's she tried to killing yourself. She's on the express <laughs> line. Wow! Wow! That's like the people that get the, the you know the stoma. They get that uh, the tracheotomy or whatever, and they smoke cigarettes through the hole in their neck. That's some that's some hardcore. I mean, that's real hardcore. <laughs> yeah, I could I chuckled, I shit you not. I fucking just laughed out loud behind me. I couldn't help it. I just couldn't help it. You literally LOL'd. Yeah, I literally did. It was it was fun too. It was like coming outside of the mask, just like <laughs> just like you can picture it, man. Just Come right up. It was probably all just brown face underneath it from all the tire head to be. I don't know. Yeah, I just can't can't imagine that's that like th- their house does not smell good. I mean <laughs> it's just, oh man. It's just Am I the only person that thinks of retarded shit like that when I'm like, oh that's that car's ruined. It was too funny. I I I, I just don't, lost for words. What, what people so what some people will do. So, uh, do you plan on doing some traveling this year, or are you just keeping your no, feet down? No, I work. And, uh, yeah. I work. Um. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm. I'm. We're kind of in, in grind mode right now. The uh, uh, made a. Uh, uh, a, a gamble and to come out here and well, we, we're going to have to play this hand. We got, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, uh, to what, what comes uh, with this new law being able to process for caregivers and patients because no other state allows processors to process, you know, medical license holding processors to process for the people like that's, that's never been a thing to my knowledge, if, if that is in other states and I'm not aware of it, cool, whatever. But this state, uh, Colorado, I couldn't do it. And the way that I got around doing it was when it went wreck, I opened up my shop and I was allowed to process for anybody 21 and over because I was doing solventless extracts. I wasn't doing uh, solvent extracts. Uh, and so I didn't have to have a license for that. Although I did get a lot of harassment from the fire inspector. A couple choice words about her, but that's not neither here nor there. Oh, that's you know. So, are, are you looking to expand it? I mean, hell, that's a heavy market, you know. Because even here in Michigan, it's hard to find a good extractor that I can just take my shit to. But it'd be nice if we had an, an option like that. Because, you know, I, I don't mind washing my bubble, but, man, it builds up until I have to. 
and sometimes yeah. I'd like other forms, you know, I wouldn't mind the crust in the rosin or whatever, you know, but, uh, so I, I would see you being busy as shit with that, I mean, with that door being open. So I, I, we hope so. That's generally how, that's how we, we operated when we were in Colorado, in Colorado, we were, uh, freelancers, um, we're working out of undisclosed locations because, uh, they changed some, yeah, we'll not go into all those details, but yeah, so uh, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, we worked on referrals only, um, and well, you had to know somebody to get a referral, but we stayed pretty busy. I mean, we still pr- stay pretty busy up there. <laughs> so do you have like a minimum? Nope. We're not biased or prejudiced. Yeah. No order big, too big, too small. We just have different rates because you know what you want to come out and what is actually going to come out might be two completely different things um but like you know we we're we're, i guess you call it a toll based extractor we don't do splits we don't we don't do any of that crap just because like then i have to sell oil and i don't want to sell oil i a service provider um and the uh was it the whole buyback thing I don't like that phrase either because that implies that I own it and I don't ever own it because it's your material. I'm just merely performing a service on it and I give it back to you. And then you pay me a fee for the service, not for to buy the oil back. That's, that's ridiculous. But, um, uh, it, you know, baseline starts out at like $6. Um, and if you bring us, you know, over 10 pounds, it goes down. If it yields over 12.5%, it goes down again. But on the flip side, if it yields less than 6.99%, it goes up by $2. And if it yields less than 4.99%, another $2. And if we're at 3.99%, you probably don't want me processing it. We generally do test runs on any questionable material or any material that clients uh, you know, request a test run done on it. Uh, we have a myriad of different size columns to where we can, you know, we don't, we don't have to have a minimum of five pounds to be able to process stuff for people. We've processed ounces, one ounces for people. Um, hell, we've pressed single grams for people. Um, you know, you got to, you got to do those, the, the little, those little jobs to, to get to the big ones. Um, Cause yeah, you can sit there and like, you know, shit on people and be like, no, nah, I'm not pressing your fucking little, that's a little weight. I don't fuck with that. It's like, but best believe I've done like a hand, like more than a dozen fucking clients have come and brought me like, you know, a quarter pound or half pound and I process it. And a week later they bring me 20. So, I mean, it's, it is what it is. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta do the work. I, I'm, I'm impressed by the attitude. Honestly, a lot of people, like you said, won't fuck with the little shit. They've got their minimums and, you know, I, oh yeah, no, no, I appreciate the fact that you know you do build clientele like that, taking on the little guys. So, oh yeah, and that's that's ho- awesome. hopefully that's hopefully the demographic that uh, I, I that's what we're going to be shooting for this next quarter. Um, see how this Jack Herrera Cub goes, um, and then uh, yeah, I mean, is what it is. We uh we got the property, so we're here. <laughs> License is still good till uh, what's it? Beginning of next year, so <laughs> we're just gonna send it. So uh, you don't 
planning on actually, you know, producing your own material at all in the future? Just not, so not to, necessarily. Uh, oh, I'll, I will for like, you know, myself or R and D work, but not for the white, not for not, uh, not. Yeah. No, they don't deserve it. No offense, Oklahoma, but like, like when I make my rocks, I, I like my rocks from my stuff. Like, yeah, no, sorry. I've had people ask me, they're like, well, what do I got to do to get these things? I'm like, spend more money. I was like, that takes me a lot of time and effort to like thought to be able to do that. I mean, it's like, especially when I had to remediate crap. It's, 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 I don't know. Uh, maybe call me prideful. Uh, pride is a thick broth to swim in. Um, wh- whatever. Uh, I had someone say I was egotistical, but I think they're referring to something else. Um, but you know, I, yeah, I take pride in my work. I, I'm, I have no problem letting jars sit on inventory and not moving just cause like, I mean, when I process for other farmers, I'd put the same quality into it, but that's their stuff. If they want to sell it for $9 a gram, by all means, they'll sell it for $9 a gram. That's not my stuff though. Do you ever turn material away? Yes. Because of uh, the way it looks. Absolutely. And it's it's actually hard for us to turn stuff away. There's a lot of extra, the freelance extractors that were out in Colorado. They only accepted uh, fresh frozen like choice stuff. Like they only only like uh, um, you know a diamond baron or TNT extracts. You know the big big guys, the guys that were like fucking. Uh, there's I hear they're still making diamonds, but they they were the they made some they made some fucking rocks. But you know they they only from what I heard they only accepted like good fresh frozen like nugs we a lot of our stuff's dry machine trim like yeah a lot of the stuff we run is dry trim and dry machine trim like all the diamonds and stuff all a lot of it's dry machine trim like the most recent one that's on my post or on my instagram that held the flashlight with all the big loose diamonds in the jar that's dry machine trim off a terminator get a terminator folks Twister sucks. Terminator is where it's at. Uh, still hand trimming over here, my friend. Still oh yeah, by by yeah. I mean, uh, I don't like machine trims myself. Uh, personally, I, like I said, I've got a crew, and they are cross trained, and they are utility players. Some have been, some of them have been with me for six, seven years. When 2013, yeah, like six or seven years now. So they're they're well seasoned. Um, utility players. My eyes, you're doing something right. You got uh, employees hanging around for seven years. Employees, teammates. I think it's. I, I think it's the free weed. Training. I think. I think it's the the perks of the job. I don't know because, you know, <laughs> I'm not easy to get along with. I'm not, like I. I know this. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat and be like, oh, I'm the best, you know, uh, person to work with. No, I, I can be a. I can be really cantankerous sometimes and just completely, you know, unreasonable. But um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they stick around for some reason. So uh, the reason why I asked is because it seemed like uh, in Michigan here, like the last few years with the extreme testing that's been going on here in Michigan, it seems like the extracts industry has been pushed had the extreme push from trying to clean up uh, bullshit. 
really that much bullshit to where there's like causing them problems yeah yeah pm weed shit like that that shit that's been PM. rejected from the legal market they uh send it to the extractors to clean up to the hydrocarbon process oh yeah yeah it's that yeah i can't so they it, that's what i'm getting at there's been a lot of testing that's you know a lot of cannabis that's failed testing and it seems like uh-huh. that's where it goes is Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's where it goes. There. That's where so it goes. That's why out, I asked if too. you ever. Yeah, that's why I kind of asked if there was material, if you uh, turned away material. We turned uh, it down because of low yields. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Uh, generally, because, like, like I said, I'm a service provider. We'll process the material. And, like, for the the instance of the, the, the white market working under OMA and stuff, the, uh, you know, we have to get stuff tested and whatnot. We're not, we're not pushing out any any questionable material because the last thing I want after working for this this the reputation of the company for so long is to have have a faux pas of some dirty extracts getting out and oh, it came from Twitch. Like that's that's not what I need. That that would that would that's not cool. <laughs> that's that's would not be that'd be some real fucking pain in the ass PR work right there. Um, but uh, so we definitely make sure that it like we. We are uh, up to standards when it comes to, to that because I'm not I'm not fucking with Johnny Law and Big Brother. There's there's waiting to kick my ass. But um, you know, if, if a client brings me material and I process it and give it back to him, like I'm processing for the client. That's talk to that guy. <laughs> but it does remediate mold. We have done actually a lot of testing. Uh, not uh, yeah, a lot of testing paid for. It sucks. It's expensive as fuck. But um, a lot of the because uh, we have one farmer we're working with where his crop was hitting for mold, just regular, I guess regular mold. I don't, I don't know. But we've you know blasted it and we even washed it and did that jar tech or whatever that I was referring to earlier uh, with the rosin and it remediated the mold out of it, the uh, rosin and the uh, hydrocarbon, which I was you know pleasantly surprised so do you see yourself more in the future washing the bubble to producing more rosin or do you see yourself you know 50 50 with the hydrocarbon i mean i would like to i would like to move more towards the uh the i guess the bubble and the rosin just because the the market out here um is uh and that sounds almost uh, greedy, but I got to keep the lights on because, I, yeah, it's getting rough. It's getting real rough. It's hard out here for a pot farmer. Um, but uh, the towards the rosin, just because the wholesale on it's so much higher. Like we're talking, you know, $35 to $45 a gram wholesale on rosin, where it's 9 and $13 for diamonds. It's that's that's yeah. absurd. That's it's madness. That's it's lower here than anywhere else. Like you go to Cali and they're, you know, 25, 30 wholesale. At least that's what I've been told. Um, Colorado, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I don't have any shops in these States and I'm not buying wholesale. This is just hearsay. Seems like it would be just the opposite. The young emerging market in Oklahoma seems like they would still be on the kind of rise up on prices. You know, they're, they're, they have the trend. They don't know what it is. No, they. I've had. I was talking to one shop owner, and I was like, "So, I was asking about their CRC, and they're like, we don't have CRC.' I was like, "What do you mean you don't have CRC?' I was like, "That's CRC right there.'" They're like, "Oh, it is." 
there's they don't have to you know they don't have to disclose i guess what it is like it's it's very um almost shady um in a sense and it's like damn what like distal they love their distal pins out here cannot get them to, to get into some uh hdsfe the high terpene full spectrum extract you know the the badass terp fractions that come off of the the rocks or whatever like the good shit the the stuff that the distillate guys want to flavor their pins with they love their 15 dollars carts out here and the first thing they say oh well i can get a gram for for this much can you can you do a gram of it it's like no this is terps yeah these got terps as well it's like no, these are turfs. They're like, yeah, see, look, tests. I'm like, oh my God, I'm out. <laughs> oh, man, I love turfs, uh, but I don't think people understand exactly how they uh, affect them, to be honest with you. In the it's, individual it's, turf. Well, it's it's not an individual turp. It's a it's a it's a high terpene full spectrum extract. It still has THCA, it's THC, and all the other cannabinoids that are in it. Um, and uh, I've got test results. We can show you. They're cool. Um, uh, but it has a, a really high you know terpene uh, profile and content, and uh, it's very uh I don't know. I dig it. I mean, I just could think I'm you know that they're awesome, but I could be biased. Well, to me, I'm talking about just terps and cannabis in general. I love, I love the rich flavors, and you know, when I, I think of the pens in that I've always had here in Michigan, man, they, they're not so terpy anymore. They're not so terpy anymore. Is it kind of, does it seem like that uh, beaster weed, ter, you know, terps? I mean, is that what it seems like? Because it seems like it would be uh, um, like almost mass produced in Michigan. No. It's See, I, I've never, I've never feared R.J. Reynolds and, and Marlboro or Walmart getting into cannabis just because they will never be able to put the the love and the care that that the that farmers that we put into these plants. Like these plants respond to that. Like you know, uh, and uh, years ago I would have said that you was crazy, but no, I, I I I'm a firm believer that these plants do respond to that. Um, and if you have, you know, if you care for these plants, like they will reward you with with you know resinous buds but if you're just you know doing a job they're just going to do their job so uh which are some of your personal favorites uh strains to run which are some of the ones that you actually like seeing coming to you right now uh well, the high priority was one that was on our, our roster and it was from 710 Genetics. Um, we got it a long time ago. It was uh, like the last thing we ordered from Alt Altitude or Attitude. Um, we ordered like $360 in seeds and the only one that was worth a damn was this one freebie feminized seed that was like one of the freebies, you know, because Attitude, they said you all the freebies and um, it was this high priority and we still have her to this day. And I was like seven years ago. Good stuff. And then the, after watching GMO, I was like, okay, that's cool. Everybody likes GMO. Cool. Yeah, I see why. Let's all watch GMO. Works for me. Yeah, Gorilla Glue has always been a favorite. I love, we got a really good uh, uh, Gorilla Glue, uh, Fino. She's Kate. 
I miss growing my plants. So if uh, Rhett goes uh, coast to coast, do you see yourself expanding at some point? Or are you going to stay down, there, stay in Oklahoma there? you think that uh, expanding will ever be a thing anytime soon? Uh, the first opportunity I, I get to go back to Colorado, I'm going. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're kidding, right? Like, we're talking about Oklahoma. If <laughs> you're not missing much, <laughs> sorry guys from Oklahoma. My bad. Like cost of entry, it, it, I've got family out here. All my family's out here. Um, you know, I, I was originally born out in Texas, but uh, after spending time in Colorado, I realized these places suck compared to Colorado. Like the weather, no humidity. Do you know what humidity? Do you have humidity in Michigan? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just Some imagine months. none of it. Like no humidity. It's awesome for hash making. No humidity and making hash is awesome. Colorado is the best place to make hash. Oklahoma, not so much. All that moisture in the air, like, geez, the amount of yeah, just taking stuff, moving stuff from freezer to freezer, or moving stuff out of the freezer. Like, so much condensation. Like, trying to do jars, it's a fucking bitch. But, um, yeah, I, I I miss Colorado, if you couldn't tell. The weather's way nicer. Every, uh, any chance of running two spots? I mean, heck, since you've got home base there going now, I mean, you don't would make sense well to home base that. is actually in 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 the because we still i still have a, a, a the offsite running in colorado so we expanded i guess into oh. oklahoma okay okay nice and congratulations <laughs> then congratulations <laughs> on that brother <laughs> yeah 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 thank you thank you horrible decision <laughs> hindsight's 2020 but you know it is what it is. I bitch a lot. Like I said, I, I like to bitch a lot. Uh, I'll get over it. I just got to get, get the sand out of my vagina. I'll be okay. <laughs> Sound like a guy that just fucking likes to fucking do a lot of the work, man. Like I said, seems like you grind all the time, man. You put in the hours to, you know, do the work to afford the steps to move up. You know what I mean? I, I can actually see, you know, expanding and be prospering in both places with that type of attitude. Be honest with you. you know? Well, uh, I got no other choice. I if mean, somebody I'm, I'm, somebody says they never leave the lab, man. That's that says they fucking they're working twenty four hours a day. They got the grind on the mind, man. That's uh, you, you, there's only one way but up with that type of attitude. So, well, we'll see. I, you know, uh, what's it, what do they call that? Uh, uh, Bo talks about it. Projecting, you know, uh, positive thoughts, you know, if you, if you, uh, if you believe it, you know, it'll happen. Firm believer in that myself. So I'm actually, I'm glad they brought that up friend of mine uh 
boy feather grows in uh, Oklahoma. I'm growing in Oklahoma. I got an Oklahoma strain here, right behind right. me, as a matter of fact. Uh, the Tiger King. Tiger King. <laughs> that guy. Man, <laughs> you know, uh, you... <laughs> Carol Baskin did it. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He may be higher than a motherfucker and not on weed, but Carol Baskin did it. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but, yeah, White Feather Gross, he, uh, he actually lives in the same town. And uh, that might have girls that see through that dirty lens there. But that might have the bushes back there. Them are the Tiger Kings. I, I I was actually impressed by the strain. I'm not even sure what the hell's in it, to be honest with you. But that thing's a beast. I actually threw it down just because of the name. He he <laughs> sent it to me with you know two strains. One of them was the Brandon Russ strain there, and the other one was his Tiger King. And I'm like, oh, that's just too funny. That's too funny. He's like, yeah, that's, man, that's good. My, my hometown strain. He only lived like two miles up the road. I'm yeah, like, no, oh, he, he was apparently not far from where I'm at. Uh, I'm a Shawnee, uh, and apparently, I don't. I mean, I I knew so much about the Tiger King. I, I apparently he was like thirty or forty five minutes away from me. I don't. I got yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> that would have been. Uh, something to at least visit that cat at least once to see what that shit was about, man. Man, I remember being a kid. And, I remember being a kid and driving up because I was from Texas. I got family in Oklahoma. We'd drive back and forth. And I remember seeing the, the billboards for Exotic Joes. Like, it was because, yeah, there was Exotic Joes. I remember seeing the billboards. Carol Baskin did looking it. For, I can't. I can't wait to see what this strand's like, though, man. It's a beast. It's a beast, man. Excellent. Can't Excellent. Wait to see what it turns out like. Excellent. So, do you prefer when you're smoking? Do you do you prefer extracts? Do you smoke a little bit of flour? I, I mean, shit. I saw, you just I, had the I whole fucking a- kitchen sink in that joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I, I like, I like my flour. I went like two years smoking dabs, nothing but dabs straight, and um, I, I, it seems almost a little uh, uh, pretentious, but I, like, I only smoke my flour. If I'm actually smoking, like, ask another grower for their flour or like to buy some of their flour, like, because I've squirreled away enough flour to last for a while, and I'm just now getting through it all. And I've, it's been a year since my last grow, but um, yeah, I like, I like, I like flour. I mean, I do smoke my, my extracts, but ain't nothing beats a good joint. I agree with that. I agree with that, man. I actually am not much of a dabber. I tried to, I tried to take it down a little bit more this year. It went up, it's, it went to a peak, and then it kind of fizzled off, and then the flower came right back. Now it's still like a dab once in a while. Well, yeah, if you like, when you need the effects, when you need the effects, it's like mainlining. There's something, something about the smoking that joint, man. Sitting down, taking the time, 
to roll it and do all that. It's like a, a ritual almost. I, I actually cracks me up to see some of the people that uh, they it takes them longer to clean the rig than it does to actually do the dab. I've done smoke the whole time and shit. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, right? Like, yeah, no, my my, uh, my banger is definitely uh, the ches is it chesing or whatever? It's 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 fucked up. It's not a uh, it's not a four hundred dollar, you know, eternal quartz banger with some ruby balls in there spinning around. So, I mean, I definitely uh, you get your grow up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, sir. Oh, I mean, I definitely do appreciate the the effort that that uh, a lot of people will put into when when they'll they'll smoke my dabs. Um, it's 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 definitely appreciated, but uh, not for me. Anyways, what were you saying? Yeah, I mean, well, I was going to ask you uh, when you do get your grow fired back up. Is there some uh, strains that you're looking to uh, put in your garden? Oh, man. Just the same ones I had. I mean, there's a couple more that, like, GMO. Um, oh, there was another one. Oh, this Orange Flambe. I, I got some of that. Yeah, that Orange Flambe is fucking really good. I want to get some of that. Um, yeah, I really just want to run my HP again really bad. Like, I really want to run that high priority. Like that was, that was, that was, that's the bee's knees. That's the cat's meow. Well, coming from somebody that's won enough to extract words, I'm sure I can take that as uh, gold. <laughs> I, I mean, can take if that you, as gold. Well, thank you. If you, you actually look on the, the our page, well, I've got a, a couple of the, uh, the high priority uh, flats that we, we had, we done. Uh, and it, it does, it consistently yields like, you know, a neon yellow, like piss yellow fucking extract, like consistently. Um, whereas like our purple polar bear uh, that we got from Slaughter Genetics out there in Colorado Springs, uh, that stuff consistently is, it's darker like the GG4. And then our critical kush is like this orange, like an orange color. I don't know. I miss I miss growing my weed. What? I miss growing plants. It's uh, it's 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 been rough. I don't blame you there. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all, man. It's just something about spending some time with the ladies. That's uh, it's very, very therapeutical during the day, man. Yes. So, yeah. Everybody needs that time. I hope you get it. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah, well, uh, I'll get it back one way or another. I mean, I might not have the proper paperwork for it, but we're going to get it back. Well, um, I see this shit. It's fucking Oklahoma. They're going to smell it. It's got to be everywhere. Oh, dude. Like, <laughs> so they start they start going on. Like, I was at the, the city council meeting, right? And they uh, they were talking about the, uh, the smell and stuff. And I'm like, what do you guys think? Like, really? Like, you drive into Colorado Springs as soon as you hit the the uh, the the World Arena or whatever, you smell weed. It's like, bam. Okay, so this is what we're doing today, and you know, it's 
we got pulled over. We were leaving a farm. It was out in Hendricks, way the hell out there. And uh, like two and a half hours away from my lab. And we drove, you know, me and uh, a couple of my, a couple of my staff. And then uh, the farmer, we were driving, we were leaving. It's like 1230 at night. We we're covered in weed because we just got done working in a field. And uh, we get pulled over. And the cop's like, um, so, um, you know, I got to ask, uh, so you guys got any, got any marijuana on you? I was like, nope. I was like, it's, it's on me. And I like showed him my hands. My hands are, you know, just covered in hash. And you can see, it looks at us. We're all like, you know, tired. We're just, you know, we look miserable. We do not look like we've been smoking pot because we're all just like miserable. Just like what we want to go home. Yes. We smell like weed. No, there's none in the car. He ended up letting us go. I mean, I, I was blessed not so long ago with a very kind of, I actually, well, I had some weed on me, but I was, he, he asked me if I had weed on me and I told him, yeah, actually I was smoking when he passed me. I don't, can't believe he did because he passed. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> 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 he all spun around. No, I blew Joe. Tail light. I'm like, ah, shit. Tail light. Oh, so you saw my joint. He said, well, I had fucking dirt in the back, you know, bags of fucking cocoa in in the back of the truck. (laughs) You grow grow marijuana? Yeah. Just a couple of them. Shit. Shit. (laughs) He says, you got any, is there any is there any marijuana in the car? I'm like, yeah. Like, Where's it at? I'm like, in my pocket. <laughs> okay. He's. I had three garbage bags behind the seat. He's like, are those full of marijuana? I'm like, no, really? He's like, I said, you want to look? Fucking blankets and shit. He's like, no. He went back and fucking. And it was, he actually, I couldn't find the, the proof of insurance in that vehicle, and it wasn't sure. And I gave him my driver's license. I, he goes back, checks it, all that shit, and then he comes back after all that bullshit. Looks at me, he says, you know your driver's license is expired? I'm like, what? I didn't even know, because I just had my <laughs> birthday. I actually thought it was good for another year. And he's I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that shit taken care of. Get that taillight fixed. Have a good night. That's cool. (laughs) That's cool. Oh, shit. That's definitely cool. Uh, See, that's how, like, that's how, I guess, the the medical states have been. I mean, I haven't, yeah, I mean, uh, once I hit 25, I quit harassing the cops anyway. So, and they quit harassing me, and maybe, you know, it just, I don't know. I don't really, you know, butt heads with them too much anymore. I just, I don't like them. I don't like them at all, but, but I'm not 17 and dumb where I'll sit there and tell them they're a pig fucker to their face. You know, I say it under my breath now when they're not looking. You're sitting in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey man, I, uh, I think it's, it's getting, getting close to, uh, 
I was going to say my bedtime, but in reality, I'm about to go in the lab and check on some slabs. <laughs> right on, right on. Now, can I get at least a couple more minutes of your time before you go? Absolutely. So I can Absolutely. Absolutely. Explain. I mean, dude, I'll sit here and talk Explain your ear off, to be completely honest. I just like hearing myself talk, I think. Well, you know, I, I, this is just part of the show. No, no, you're good. I didn't know if you're the... trying to rep. I know if you're giving me some cues to where I needed to wrap it up. So, you know, misinterpretation, you're good. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You don't need to wrap it up. I mean, if you got stuff to do, that's cool. But uh, basically what I wanted to tell you before you go, if you have to go, is, uh, you know, I do appreciate you coming on. And, you know, I greatly appreciate it because you came on. I don't know. Have you ever watched the show? I actually, uh, oh, you know, no, well, you, no, I have not. I mean, I did. Sometime, bro. I, I did after you, uh, you had, uh, uh, you know, sent me sent me the DM. I was like, see what this is about. All right, because um, I've done a I've done a couple other like back when I like once again when I had my rosin shop, I did a couple uh, of like uh, like coffee and weeds and stuff like that. And so I, everything was always different. Um, although I think I, I definitely uh, uh, like the. Uh, um atmosphere of yours a, l- a little bit i mean not saying the coffee weeds or any of the other ones were, were were not but i can't say fucking shit tits on on theirs and i feel like i can on this one i don't oh, yeah. i don't know well, I believe, yes yes absolutely and i see i don't <laughs> use the word by the way oh awesome. I, for me excellent, it's a determined i actually use it for everything it's a term of endearment and i've actually mm-hmm. been guilty of yeah you fuckers. I actually miss and say that sometimes in the wrong terms and I have to go back and explain it. It just means I love you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God damn it. You gotta go back and explain. It's like, there's too many sensitive people. Calm down. Like, chill out. But basically, uh, this is the deal with the show is, uh, you know, I do these spotlights with young, know, great folks like yourself, get to know people in the cannabis industry and what they're about, what they're doing, and, uh, you know, how they got to where they are. And then, uh, like I told you, the show goes from 1130 to 420. And then when it, we don't go the full distance, then I fire up what is the second part of the show, which is now called the wormhole. It used to be the rabbit hole, but the term okay. had to be like everywhere. You know when you buy a car and you see that fucking car everywhere? Well, that's kind of what happened with the rabbit hole, man. The fucking name the rabbit hole, and then that rabbit hole was everywhere. So we we had an uh, evolution and it turned into the wormhole. But now it's the wormhole. And the wormhole right. is basically opened up to all past guests. You know that okay. Zoom number, that Zoom link I gave you is the same link that is always used for the wormhole. And, okay. you know, anytime that you, the channel, you stumble on the channel and it's a wormhole, man, sometimes I heard you say you like a conspiracy, man, we talk a fucking lot of conspiracy shit at some points. I mean, heavy conspiracy some nights. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm my, in my, interest, my interest is peaked. So some nights we might be talking growing, some nights we'd be talking extracts, sometimes it might lead into extracts, sometimes we might be talking psychedelics, sometimes we might be talking psychedelics on psychedelics. <laughs> so speaking of which, uh, I've got some paper and I probably should eat some. It sounds really good. I mean, see, 
sounds like you may join in some night. So if you ever I, do want to, you know, pop in and see something that you like, man, you don't need an invitation or nothing, man. You have the link, man. You, you know, feel free to pop on. And you were talking some conspiracy shit. You see the wormholes on? Turn it on. We're deep in some shit that interests you. Pop on, man. Feed the fire. We love definitely, shit, I, I can, I can definitely say that that that'll uh, that'll more than likely be happening in the future. Nice. I, yeah, I no, hope I, so. I, I dig I it. So. I dig it. I dig the I dig the vibe and the the energy that you were bringing to the show. So I uh, plus, like I said, I think I just might and just they, like hearing myself talk. So <laughs> no harm in that. So uh, the other thing that uh, if you gotta go, that I'd like to get from you is this uh, crazy thing that I call the soundbite. Uh, so basically, the soundbite is your your advertisement for this episode. So basically, oh. when he, people hear it, I want them to look back and go, "Man, that guy sounds pretty fucking cool." Man, I gotta go back. To <laughs> I don't know so basically, the key elements is what I'm looking here for. Is you can add whatever you want to it or after it. You can tag, shout out. Anybody, yourself, anything, you can take fuck as many times if you want. This is what, at least what I need, in my words, not yours. It's, hey, this is Eagle, and I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 374. You know, what comes before that, after that, I don't care. That's all your words. So, so what, what is, now, what, is, what are the words that I have to say? You're on... Fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode three seventy four. That's that's the minimum I want. You can I'm add whatever talk, you want to. I'm on shit. talking shit with Eagle, episode three seventy four. Fucking talking shit. Fucking talking shit. Fucking, I gotta use the we, fucking. I the that's fuck. The, I, I missed the fuck. Emphasize, emphasize the fucking. So thing. so. Fucking I'm on talking fuck, shit. I'm on fucking talking <laughs> shit with Eagle, episode three seventy four. And this is Twitch with Twitch Extracts and we piss excellence. And that's all I got. I'm not very, I'm not a creative person. I like, you know, see a lot of people are like, oh, it's extractor's choice. No, grower's choice. Cause I, I lack imagination. So they have to tell me what they want me to make for me to be able to make them stuff. Cause I lack imagination. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> uh, what was it again? I'm, I'm fucking talking shit with Eagle. This is episode 374. When, when do we start to go? I'm ready when you are, my friend. <laughs> go. Hey, I'm Twitch Xtrax, and I'm fucking talking shit with Eagle on episode 374. That'll do. That'll do, cool. my friend. All right, Thank yeah, you for your time, man. I greatly appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you having me. Uh, I mean, like I said, I like hearing myself talking. Shit, somebody actually wants to sit down and, like, you know, listen or ask me questions. I mean, hey. <laughs> so what's this wormhole? Let's, let's, I mean, uh, yeah. So what's, what's with the wormhole? Let's check the wormhole out. You want to jump in the wormhole? Yeah. I'm going to, like, walk around now. Since I don't have to like focus as much, I feel. 
basically we'd have to shut this episode down to get to the all right so all right so i just go back to that link that i yeah yeah just soon as this fires back up come back up and uh hit the link all right jump back in i do that way guy i've i've fucked up enough a few episodes uh spotlight episodes and i've come to respect my guests enough to where I don't want to do something stupid during their episode to where it gets taken down. So I've had a few episodes where I played music and shit and said shit at the end. So that's, I learned. I'm going to huh. close this down so your episode stays protected and then we get crazy in the wormhole. Whatever happens in the <laughs> wormhole. Yeah. It makes it, it makes it. If it don't, it don't, right? All right, all but right. That way... The Twitch Twitch extracts episode gets saved. So, you know, go ahead and cool. uh, get something to drink. Roll up in another one of those fatties, and uh, we'll fucking fire up the wormhole in a second, man. All right, man. See you there. All right, man. For those of you guys that uh, want to follow along the wormhole, you guys know the deal. I'll see you guys in a few minutes. Those of you who don't, man, I appreciate your time hanging out this long. But uh, we're going to have some fun in the wormhole. Hopefully, we'll see you there. If not, you guys know the deal. Please do something nice for somebody. Brandon Max, kindness, do save lives. I'll see you guys in a few minutes.